0: The strong, the powerful Damian Lupo has returned to Money Savage. Welcome back, Damian. George, good to be here. Good to be back. Yeah, it's been a couple years. To refresh everybody's memory, Damian is the author of Unicornomics. He has founded, bought, and sold more than 50 businesses. He invested in his first property on a credit card at a young age to get rich. Then he got stupid, got wiped out by 2008, and now he is rebuilt. So welcome back, man. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do.
1: Well, geez, I mean, it's, you know, it, this uh, I think back and, and it, in the last number of years, especially the last couple of years since we, we were on here, there's just been a, a renewed focus. And I think that that's that's a really interesting theme right now, given the, the pandemic and everything is is focus and resiliency. And, and sometimes I think a lot of people are are trying to figure out what to focus on. And I say it hardly even matters. Just pick something and then get really, really, really intensely focused on it. Because when you're wandering around and you're what I've seen a lot of people, George, do is is just watch the news and all you're focused on is fear. And it doesn't it literally doesn't help. I don't care if you're a deer or an R, an elephant, a donkey it doesn't really make any difference. It's just that there's there's nothing positive about it. And it, it doesn't actually allow you to control what you have, which is your economy. It just focuses on all the things that you can't touch. And I guess unless you're joining Andrew Yang and moving to Georgia illegally, so maybe that's something you can control. But uh, I mean, it's, I I found myself more focused and more dedicated to the mission of breaking financial shackles than ever before. And it was already pretty intense a few years ago, but especially during this pandemic, just seeing how people are scared. And I think if if we have a way to create that shackle breaking experience and be financially free, it changes the fear because you're not going, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Who's going to save me? You literally know that you can take care of yourself, and I think that that's probably one of the most important things now, more than ever, is being able to go to a place of, of financial freedom, and uh, that's what we're continuing to do.
0: Well, I think that that's I think that that's really well said right there. Um, something I I I got turned down to really recently was this idea of of first principles thinking, and then I heard it and I was like, oh, how have I not known about this for the 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 previous forty two years of, of 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 my life? Um, and that's a conversation for another day. But uh, with so many of our institutions, we're, we're, we're calling them into question from how we do law enforcement, how we, how, how we work, the electoral college, education. Um, so it certainly makes sense to me that, that what you're talking about is actually uh, rethinking the, 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 the way that we're investing in saving. Um, why not do that as well?
1: Well, that's that's a really good point. One of the things that has become incredibly clear to me is that the whole idea of DeFi with the decentralization of of finance and and financial institutions, whether we're talking about banks or insurance companies, title companies, accountancy, all these things are are being disrupted. The pandemic accelerated things that were already happening with technology. Jeff Booth talks about this in the Price of Tomorrow a lot. And what people don't realize is there's a deceptive Time of change right now where it's happening, but it's not necessarily impacting us like it's not visible and our brains are very linear because biologically we've evolved in a straight line very slowly over thousands or millions of years and Right now we have an exponential change in everything. So banks are fighting to survive and they're they're chasing I think what I believe is a losing game and institutions are going to have a really hard time with all their fat juicy spreads when Technology is going to make things a lot flatter. And so things that where people made a lot of money and did really well. I, I think the banking industry, for example, is gonna really, really look different five, 10 years from now. It, it it it's really people don't understand how big of a deal blockchain and crypto are, and it's gonna absolutely hurt them or make them wealthy. And most people are just gonna get rolled over by it because they go, That seems crazy. And and my my smart rich friends are mostly saying that's speculation, it's gambling, and I go, our system is changing and it's happening before your eyes and you're not spending enough time learning about it so you just look at it as this mysterious unicorn which is not going to help you it's going to hurt you
0: yeah that's so i think it, it it is probably a very natural thing to to be seeing that but then pretending it doesn't exist but that's not that's and that's that's the prerogative of big banks or big financial companies, right? They they can do whatever they want to do. But for ordinary regular um, folks who are who are investors who are listening, they say, okay, well, I I I I could definitely see how there is major disruption that's going to happen. What what are the things I need to be thinking about?
1: I think it's it's a time to get hyper focused on learning about this space There's a program I just watched on Amazon Prime called blockchain next six six part thing six hours And it really gave you a sense of what's been happening. And this is a relatively new space I mean we, it only happened in 2009 I mean it really where, where blo- Bitcoin came to exist and then it was just this crazy fringe thing by a bunch of tech geeks and nerds and and those guys are billionaires now Right. And it was because they saw something and they were the crazy ones. It was like Apple. Apple used to be, they had a motto about being the crazy ones. And and we have to start thinking about it now. Apple's mainstream. Everybody, they're trying to control. I'm I'm a big Apple fan. But it's, it's shifting because once you get so big, you want to control just like banks. They want to control things. They want to basically tell you who's in charge. They're not really serving us. They're just feeding on us. And that's a lot of the systems are like that. So I think what people need to, to know is that our system is changing this paper thing that we have. I've, I can't tell you how many different places I went to in the last week where they said due to the pandemic, we're no longer doing cash. No, that's not right. That's a lie. It's not due to the pandemic. Cash is going away. And it's just, I mean, for years, Southwest airlines hasn't taken it. They said, no, nope, credit cards only. Hmm. So we're going into a cashless society, which, what does that mean? It means less and less privacy because cash was actually private. So part of this shift is going to be that that cryptos, are, are going to allow certain ones are going to have vast privacy and Liberty and other ones like the Chinese Yuan that they're developing their digital currency, zero privacy, total statement <laughs> control. So right. there is going to be a fight between Liberty and tyranny based on centralized or decentralized crypto technologies and platforms. And if you don't get that, you're just going to go along with the sheep and you're going to be literally social scored like they are in China. I mean, this is what's happening. And so if you're not aware of it, you're going to be part of this thing where it's like, "Wow, I'm in the Matrix." How did that happen? It's because you're not paying attention. So t- it's time to pay attention and learn about these things.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's 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 good advice. And do you do you see um, speaking of banks and, and trying to hold on to 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 their money and, and control? Is each bank going to be issuing their own crypto? asset of, of of some kind and why in the world would I want to do that? Why would I want to have Wells Fargo bucks or B of A bucks and then they can potentially, it just doesn't seem like a very good idea. Um, and then the next part of that question is, well, so so what does the average consumer do?
1: Well, it's interesting because JP Morgan Chase has already started using a, a an internal crypto token type of thing for some commercial stuff. And so they're using that whether it's very useful or not, I have no idea. I don't know why you'd want to use it, but the, then again, why do we use airline points, which is a manipulated kind of currency that's totally yeah. controlled by one party? It's totally centralized. It can be deflated, inflated, broken, dissolved, pulled anytime. That's what central currency that you know it's a centralized like a Fed coin. That's what that looks like. But if you look at the legislation, the original legislation back in March of 2020. With the the cares act part of it that they couldn't be rolled out because it was too fast was to have the Fed basically having the ability to give everybody what they're doing now which is a digital account where they can say okay twelve hundred dollars boom it's in your account and there's there is workings to remove the banks out of the system and just have basically Fed coins where the Fed goes direct to consumer everybody has an account and we're talking about total centralized control where it's very easy to inflate reflate deflate the money system, put money in your account and take money out. And we call this money, the Fed coin. So there's a lot of things that are being worked on and there's a war. I mean, it's literally a war over liberty versus tyranny. Most of the the cryptos that are out there, they're on the blockchain and there's a visible trail, but there's still privacies and there's some that are totally private. And I, I always laugh, George, that people will... The, the the naysayers which are really the power mongers that like their monopolies will say oh this is all for bad things it's all for drug dealers and child porn and the silk road if you don't know what the silk road is look it up it's you know okay so basically you're telling me that if i want anything to be private then i'm a criminal and that's what they're saying because they want to demonize the idea that the privacy is is bad they want to say that it, it's bad you should be like facebook put everything out there and let us judge you and, and tear you apart and then deplatform you it's like so we are it's interesting that we're not having the conversation other than you and I right now in general about what's really happening. People are just arguing about a freaking election and Democrats and Republicans that it, that's not the biggest conversation we should be having. No, it's perfect misdirection, right? Total misdirection. It's, it's a great technique. (laughs)
0: Look, right. (laughs) I, I have always been a fan of, of, of misdirection and envious of people who can, who can seamlessly pull it off. Um, I was not aware of, of of the Fed coins thing and on its face it seems like a great idea right Oh, they could just put the money right into my account we don't have to worry about it but this when you think about that just a little bit further it's a, not such a super idea fascinating It's a
1: terrible idea no. <laughs> because all of a sudden you have there there's absolute control over every part of your life it's like how is Amazon so powerful because they know exactly what our behaviors are based on what we spend What we spend whenever anybody says my life is hard or they're 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 bitching about something. I go, let me see your checkbook and your your credit card. I'll tell you exactly what you care about and I'll show you what you're doing stupid and nobody wants to show it. Well, guess what? If that's all known to a government, it's really easy to social score. you. Oh, you go to the bar every day. Oh, you get how much at this liquor store? Like there's, it's going to be really fascinating to see where there's, there's total transparency, but it's only one way like we don't know what the overlords are going to be telling us but they know exactly about everything that we're doing they can see us on sh- social they can they can pay attention to everything that we're spending money on and i that is not healthy man that is that is tyranny just bubbling
0: yeah maybe if they would give us an itemized uh receipt for for how they're using our tax dollars that would probably that, that would be interesting right
1: that would be uh, that's a, that'd be uh, amazing and it will never happen it's probably not going
0: to happen though <laughs> all right so so if 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 I want to slowly but surely decouple myself from from the the, the existing banking system, the existing financial apparatus, and really truly achieve um, financial freedom and independence, how do I do that?
1: It's funny because it's the the first technique is to say my life is my own damn fault, like Larry Winget wrote in his book. Our, you know, our neighbor here in Arizona lives in Paradise Valley. It's a great book, and I and that's one of the biggest problems I saw with all of this political stuff people were pointing to somebody and I go, this is you're pointing to somebody that's going to save you because you're a victim. And, and that's, what's happened in every type of regime, whether it's whether it was Hitler or it was these different things where people look to somebody to save them. And I, and the, the first step is saying, my life is my fault. My life is my responsibility. I own it. And I'm going to do something. The moment you do that, you have all the power nobody could take it away from you. And it's funny because people say, well, no, it's scary. And I don't want to go do something and make a mistake. And I go, you that's how you grow. That's how you, here, here's the deal. Wealth is literally the experiences of going through things. And when you wait for the government to give you something, you're going to be poor no matter how much they drop into your account in fed coin or cash. It doesn't make any difference because you have no skills. You have no muscles. You're going to look like Pee Wee Herman your whole life. And you know, no offense to anybody that wants to look like Pee Wee Herman, but that's usually not the goal. Right? right? So it's, it's a very weak state of being a slave. We are in modern day slavery. I see some of the things that are pretty, pretty political and, and, um, They're they're contentious this whole idea of reparations for the the black community and things because of what's happened in the past What the blacks the whites the browns the purples what everybody should be more concerned about is modern-day monetary slavery. That's the problem It's not what happened a hundred years ago. It's that we're all going into the damn matrix Unless we say okay, I'm gonna go create something I'm gonna go serve people There is an opportunity right now because of the interconnection of the network called the internet and just how we're all able to connect For us to serve more people just like now you and I are talking And we're able to touch more people that is available for everybody. I don't care if you have a a kindergarten education, you can create something, get on a podcast. Probably one person is going to listen to you. And guess what? You just spread your reach. Now you have a network effect. It's a small network, but you have a network effect and that's available. And yet people are saying, my life sucks. Come help me. Come save me. I'm like, save yourself, man. Get off your ass. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I think somebody told me that years ago uh, was that nobody is coming to save you. And that's just, that's such a, that's (laughs) that's the fundamental thing that that, that if if, if you don't get that through your head, um, then you're probably not going to, 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 really get to where you want to go. And, and yes, in, in today's culture where, where victimhood is really celebrated and people are are striving for that to, 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 to be a bigger victim than the next person, um, I don't think that people have really thought all the way through that one either. Kind of like FedCoin. Maybe it seems like a good idea, but, you know, you're really, really hamstringing yourself and, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and everything else. I mean, agency is 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 all that we have, right? So taking that away or, or, or giving that away to somebody else
1: is such such a dangerous thing. It's, well, it's It goes back to that, that thing that Benjamin Franklin said way back when, back in the day, when he said those who are willing to give up – their their liberties for security deserve neither mm. and that's that's what we're doing we're looking for somebody to give us something and we're willing to give things up and say oh sure you know you can you can look into my house and i mean there there are literally cameras in china in people's houses that the government is watching them and <laughs> how is that okay it's okay because people are afraid that the state will make them disappear like the Ungar's in in western china where if you have a different philosophy you just disappear and basically go to a reeducation camp don't think that can happen here what happened during the with with the Japanese back in World War two in the US I mean it's not impossible it's the direction that we're going unless we say this isn't okay and it's not okay I mean I fundamentally disagree with these moves people are are afraid and it's a great way to control people and get them to do really dumb things when they're in fear and we've propagated the fear the mainstream media has propagated the fear and that doesn't help anybody but it does control them
0: yeah nope no doubt so what are some some really practical and actionable things that people can be doing not necessarily from a mindset standpoint but from amassing resources
1: well one, one of the things that we can do is become valuable to the marketplace and this, this is always the thing so what does that look like well right now there's there's a lot of need for the in the digital disruption space it's still fairly new and people are figuring it out and people need they need people to know about it they need people to be able to code they need people people to create platforms that are using it so if you're doing that kind of stuff there's you're going to end up having skills and tools that most people don't have so if i was if i was saying okay i don't know i have any idea what to do i would go deep into that space because it is the future and by going into it you're going to develop a a valuable asset in your mind and the ability to create wealth out of that and potentially build businesses out of it everything else is i think well everything most things are going in the other direction you say well i'm going to go into medicine or i'm going to go into law you're getting disrupted brother like it is going away by ai and robotics here's here's the thing people don't realize almost everything is going to become computerized automated roboticized i mean a car is built i was looking talking to a a dealer a toyota probably most vehicles now it's built in one day by robots a a freaking forerunner or land cruiser one day zipped right through There aren't humans there cranking wrenches and long-haul vehicle, people that are driving. What should they be doing? They should be listening to podcasts. They shouldn't be listening to NPR. They should be retooling themselves. I mean, I can't emphasize this enough that saying, okay, I'm going to just do this thing that I've always done, in the end of this decade, it's not going to even exist because of autonomous driving and robotics. and. are gonna say I don't want that human putting his hands on my body for surgery I want the robot that has a 0% failure rate (laughs) that doctor actually screws up and kills people every once in a while I don't want that that's stupid right so I think that there's these things that are are very certain like medicine is something that we look up to it's gonna be it's changing and so uh, tactically what do you what do you invest in Uh, I mean first off you have to invest in your own skills and tools and you have to understand things are like we're in a really weird place. Everybody's arguing about inflation versus deflation. We have technology versus printing is what's happening. And and they're they're warring because technology is deflationary and and printing is inflationary. The problem is with with inflation, people aren't really thinking about the velocity of money. And Jim Rickards talks about this a lot, that it's not just printing a bunch of money. It's inflation happens when people are spending it. And then the dollar that's spent is spent again and this happens over and over. We've basically frozen things. If you look at the fed of, of St. Louis, you look at some of their stuff in Kansas City, you'll notice that the velocity has fallen off a cliff, meaning people aren't moving money around. And so what do you have? Oh, we have a real booming real estate market. It's because rich people have access to capital. And so they can go do those things and drive prices up in places like where I live, where it's getting crowded from Californians. And I know there's some Californians that are nice people. I don't know where they are, but I am mean, sure they are. It's just, <laughs> it's, we, we have to, you have to look a little bit past where the puck currently is and not skate towards it you have to do the wayne gretzky thing man. figure out where the puck is going retool and then think about how you can solve problems that are out there
0: will the robot doctor have warm hands or cold hands
1: that's a really good question. I mean, we're starting <laughs> to feel empathy for robot dogs. So yeah. I, I'm, no, no, I, no. it's making I, it more I, and more humanoid.
0: I don't want the robot to touch me if it has cold hands. That's that's I'm 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 worried about Nobody me. wants cold hands. Right. Nobody wants yeah. cold
1: hands. Like robots or humans, <laughs> I like get ah, just it's a shock value, man. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Damien, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them?
1: I t- use the damn off button. Turn off your your media. I mean it's it's it seems so silly and yet we're addicted. We're like literally a bunch of digital crackheads in society. And people say, What's your what tool do you use? And I go, the off button. (laughs) And 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 if you can practice that, literally turning it off, don't silent it. Turn your crap off. And 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 spend time, I don't care if it's five minutes, thinking and and pondering and being curious, that would fundamentally change your life because we're stuck in a merry-go-round with all this information that's burying us. Here's an interesting tip or an interesting thought. In the Renaissance, we the amount of information that we had come into our brains is the same as what we have in one day in modern society because of our smartphones. So we're now amazing. trying to process all this stuff. So how do, you, how do you go back to a place where you actually get to tap into your mind? It's called the off button. There's, there's your profound, amazing tip. I mean, it's, it might actually change your life.
0: I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on, come on. Hit the off button, use, turn the on button on, on, on the old noodle and, and, and do a little thinking. I like it. It, It's, 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 I think that that, that it's, it's, it's simple, but extremely profound, right? That's one of my favorite quotes is that man's inability to, uh, now I'm going to butcher it. Majority of man's problems are his inability to sit quietly in a room by himself, you know, and that's probably. Scary to be
1: in your mind. Like most people, that's probably a dangerous place.
0: Yeah. Am, am I without my phone? Is it more than an arm's reach away from me? Holy cow. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> not not for people <laughs> like us, though, Damien. <laughs> I, I
1: love it. I, I, I have my crackhead moments every once in a while. I'm like, why am I bringing my phone to the bathroom? What is going I can't go to the bathroom without my phone. Right. Like, it's going to babysit me. Right. It's going to go everywhere I go. I can't yes. take a walk because something might happen. I might need to call 911. Holy cow. How did we function as humans without our cell phones 20 years ago? That, I mean, that, really,
0: truly. That really begs the question. Well, Damien, it's great to talk to you again, man. Thanks for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: Best place to visit me is financialunderdogs.com. That is where I live every week, my podcast, where I chatter and and do my thing and and share my ideas and what I'm doing and breaking financial shackles uh, every week, giving people raw, uncut truth, kind of similar to what we're doing
0: here. I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Damien your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to financialunderdogs.com, listen to the podcast, check out all the great resources, and engage with him there. Thanks again, Damien. Thank you so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com and get your mind, body, and money right.